Hey, everybody. On today's Locked on Bama, we're going to talk some more recruiting uh, just when we do a podcast about the first 2024 commitment on the last pod. Uh, two big-time commitments for 2023 happened. One, maybe the biggest one of all to date for Alabama, and it could be a domino effect. Can't wait to talk about Tony Mitchell's commitment. And um, we're also going to talk about an unheralded player from Mississippi that made his pledge on Sunday, too. All that and more on today's Locked on Bama. Are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me, Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? I am doing uh, fantastic after uh, the flurry, flurry of recruiting news over the weekend. All positive. It seemed like for a few days there it was a negative city with uh, rumors, with rumors. Not not anything that has proven true yet. But, uh, boy, what a good Sunday. It was an excellent Sunday. We want to thank Bet Online for being the sponsor of this particular podcast. We want to thank everybody for making us your first listen when it comes to Alabama podcasts as well. Uh, Jimmy, you have your thumb prominently shown in oh. the right. Oh. There we go. Oh. Got it. <laughs> Anywho, uh, let's start with the big one. Um, Tony Mitchell. Tony Mitchell, defensive back out of Thompson. Um, probably going to switch back to cornerback this year, it seems like. He's played safety. He's, as uh, some of the kids say these days, thick, T-H-I-C-C in, in the thighs. <laughs> which is great, um, but it gives him a very safety, uh, either a real like uh, heavy safety or kind of a light linebacker look, but he's got cornerback skills. Uh, he's been a starter at Thompson since he was a freshman, which is, I mean, incredible considering Thompson is the Alabama of high school football here in this state. And um, he's just he's just a special dude. And look, I, I want you to talk about him as a player but then we need to talk about the fact that you and I have been challenged a little bit by some of our listeners. We appreciate the challenge. Uh, a lot. We've had a couple of guys say, well, we, we knew Tony was coming to Alabama all along, as, as Jimmy apparently is taking a phone call at the moment. There we go. But um, we've had some folks say that uh, they knew Tony was coming to Alabama all along. He was never in doubt. That's just BS. I mean, Tony himself has actually um, – come out and said in an interview with Joseph Hastings that, um, hey, look, I, I was headed out of state and really just of late Alabama's turned it back on. And I think I hear I wasn't even going to commit until December. And I just woke up and said, hey, I want to go to Alabama. All right, Jimmy, you on mute. And I think that is because you got a phone call. And I don't he's going to have to come out and come back in. I'm afraid I can't hear a word you're saying, bro. So we'll just stick with it, and that will he will come back. I promise you, Jimmy will come back. So I'm gonna let Jimmy talk about um, talk about Tony Mitchell when he comes back after I tell you about Bet Online because I think that's gonna be the best way to go here, uh, and that way we'll have a longer segment. Segment two, Bet Online is your number one source for all your sports betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL playoffs and Major League Baseball. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, news, and 
everything else this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your sports events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. BetOnline is where the game starts. All right, Jimmy, I'm bringing it back to you, bro. And uh, here we go. Tell us about uh, Tony Mitchell. You know, when me and Luke, you know, uh, obviously there are some things we know and some things we don't know. Uh, Believe it or not, we have sources that are close to the Alabama football program. In some cases, we have sources that are close to the high school program or the kid uh, sometimes. Uh, But when Luke and I say things like, boy, it doesn't look good for Tony Mitchell. We're not making it up. We're not, we're not, we're not reading a couple of internet posts on message boards from people we don't know and taking it as fact. We're, we're literally depending on sources. And as Luke pointed out in the Hastings uh, in Joseph's interview with Tony Mitchell, he made it completely clear that he was uh, leaning elsewhere earlier in the process as correctly discussed and reported here by Luke and I. Now, look, we're not going to get it right every time in terms of predictions. That's like predicting the outcome of a game. I mean, sometimes you're going to get it wrong. uh, But in terms of information uh, that we discuss here, usually, uh, if not every time, it's sourced at least to an extent. And uh, I'll even uh, not not drop a bomb, but I'll even say a a sourced fact later in the show that's that's sourced. So, um, but Let's talk about who cares about all that stuff. Well, all we need to really care about is that Tony Mitchell is uh, committed to Alabama. He is a five-star for for all good reasons. <laughs> Those uh, five stars aren't, uh, you know, they don't pick names out of a hat. They're thoroughly reviewed. And you'll notice that five stars have offer lists that say things like Alabama, Texas A&M, Georgia, Florida, and, and, and Tennessee, and, 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 and Ohio State, and, you know, what Tony's Mitchell, what Tony Mitchell's offer list is. Uh, Luke's already pointed out, I think, what what makes him special is that here is a safety-sized corner. Here is a safety with corner skills. Uh, He's perfectly made for Alabama's hybrid positions, both of them. I think the kid could play star. I think the kid could play money. I think he could be a deep safety. I think he could be an in-the-box safety. I think he could play cornerback and lock up SEC receivers. Uh, That's insane. And I don't really have a great comp yet. I'm going to be working on this, um, you know, and 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 I'm not saying just yet I'm selling on this. But, you know, when I say a defensive back, Luke, uh, that's played for Alabama that we'd be familiar with, and I think of a defensive back that could play corner, that could play safety, that could play star, that could play money, a name immediately leaps to mind for me, and that's Minka Fitzpatrick. And in that sense – I think Tony Mitchell's a similar kid. I think he's the build though is almost Tony Brownish. I like it. Um, I like I like I like it. Now Tony's all ripped up, and and Tony Mitchell, yeah, both Tonys are. But I, you know, I, I like it. And, and again, I don't love the Minka Fitzpatrick comp. It's just his positional versatility is like yeah. Fitzpatrick. Minka was so great intangibles wise, which fans, are, and, and we don't pay enough attention to intangibles type stuff, but Minka took a personality test at Alabama and was the only player on the whole team that scored on his personality test. Exactly what Nick Saban's is, you know, so that makes Minka the ultimate Saban bot. I'm not sure uh, that Tony Mitchell is going to take the same test and score what Saban d- did. I don't. I don't think Tony Mitchell is that type of of kid. 
Uh, but that is not to say he can't be as good of a player, you know, as, as Minka. But, uh, man, sometimes those kids with those A++ intangibles end up being things like the highest paid safety in the history of the game. Yeah, I, again, do you think this is the, the biggest pickup so far? I, I do. Uh, yes, I do. But I waffle because I'm such a big fan of Jaleel Hurley's. Uh, I don't think much separates Mitchell and Hurley. I, I, I think they're neck and neck. I would give it to Tony Mitchell because he plays at Thompson and might uh, help us with uh, with Peter Woods and, and, and to an extent. So in that sense, I think Mitchell's the most important or number one on the list. But in terms of a player, I think him and Hurley are side by side. Well, that's the next question. Does it help us with Peter Woods? I, I mean, it can't hurt. And here's the thing. Look, that's another thing you and I were kind of challenged on was uh, I can't believe y'all think he's going to Clemson. Look, it's it's not – number one, it's not that we want him to go to Clemson. We want Peter Woods <laughs> in Alabama, okay? Let's yeah. get that straight. But secondly, um, Clemson's in this thing. And as you yeah, right. and I have said several times, uh, second place is first loser recruiting. It yep. is – you either get him or you don't. So uh, Alabama may finish second. Clemson may finish second. It's close right now, but in the end, it doesn't mean that he was a lock this entire time. I do not think for one iota that uh, Peter Woods has been a lock to Alabama over these last few weeks. That may change. He may commit to Alabama. Fingers crossed. I feel like things are on the uptick with him. Uh, I feel better than I did just two days ago. Yeah. But this is a fluid situation. In fact, recruiting has been more fluid now. Within things right. can swap on a dime. Or on several dimes, as the, as it would be, um, thousands and thousands of dimes, and uh, so I think we all have to be a little bit more patient. Predictions in recruiting, crystal balls in recruiting, are probably going to be less accurate than ever before going forward. But that being said, I just want to get back to my original question: Does this help us with Peter Woods? <laughs> well, first of all, it like you put it best: it can't hurt. It can't hurt. Does it guarantee Peter Woods going to Alabama? No. Uh, it was Peter Woods anxiously going, you know, if Tony doesn't go to Alabama, I'm not either. Uh, I, I, I don't think that's the case. But having one more friend, one more friendly face, one more high school teammate, of course it helps. It, of course it helps. And and to get to the criticism, look, it's the same exact thing. Uh, you know, I said just a second ago about Tony Mitchell being Luke Hart saying that, that he could sign with Clemson because we're making it up or we're believing Internet posts. This is sourced stuff. Uh, you know, I can't, you know, just like anybody else, I can't tell you what or who the sources are, but if people knew, they would know, well, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I mean, uh, what we've been meaning to say is that Peter Wood's interest in Clemson is very real. He might very well sign with Clemson. That could happen. Do I think it's going to happen? No. Uh, today, uh, and things can change. But today, according to sources close to close to the situation, today, I think Peter Woods is going to sign with Alabama. I do. Uh, for Alabama's sake, am I worried about Clemson? Yes, of course, because Peter's such a great prospect and such a great player. But today, I think it's Alabama. Uh, and, and I think uh, in the end, that's who he's going to commit to and sign with. That's, that's my belief based on what little I know. And... Uh, just goes to show how stressful the, 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 the process is for the players. Uh, I hate it for them that 
you know, that, that, that this causes stress for them when, when, when it, it needs to be great because, wow, how cool is it to have two of the best five programs in college football, you know, have both fan bases just hanging on your every move, you know? It's insane, insane. Um, all right, Jimmy, let's go ahead and take another break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the other commitment, which seems like an afterthought. He's not really an afterthought, but uh, we have some thoughts. We have some post thoughts, not afterthoughts. Whatever. Who cares? We'll be back in a second. Jimmy, I do want to go ahead and make it be known. I realize I'm wearing the same shirt as the podcast from yesterday. I just oh want to. I know. I, I, I As I was uh, posting the other podcast, I said, oh, my God, I'm wearing the same shirt. But the reason I am. is Please let just, the term. Please let the term walk of shame have something to do with this. No. Uh, <laughs> the walk of shame would be whoever was with me. Uh, me. It would be the That's walk of pride with me. That's but what I mean. I was in Nashville yesterday. I needed a shirt quickly to throw on. I threw on a shirt and I changed a shirt before I went on the drive from Nashville. So I only wore this shirt for this pod yesterday. And then yeah. now I'm wearing this shirt again because I knew I was going to wear it today. And um, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Now, Jimmy, uh, Brayson Hubbard, mm-hmm. he's a guy out of Ocean Springs, Mississippi. Um, we've heard his name. I mean, like sort of circulating, but I mean, it, it seemed like he was a dude that was Maybe uh, Alabama liked him a lot, but he seemed like a, a backup. I hate to say that. Ah, that makes me, I, I, I'm insulting him by saying that. It felt like a backup plan. But yep. apparently Alabama loves him. Now, yep. let's, let's call a spade a spade. If you look at his offer list, it's, it's just like Perry Thompson's that we talked mm-hmm. about this past pod. It's not very good. But right. the Alabama staff apparently loves this dude. They have earned the respect to take a dude like this he is an incredible athlete. I feel like he's going to shoot up the charts. It wouldn't shock me at all if he were in the top 200 uh, when all things were said and done. Um, but that being said, it's not it, – when uh, Pete Golding tweeted out an elephant emoji yesterday, everybody assumed it would be Tony Mitchell and everybody was getting giddy. Then Brayson Hubbard commits and everybody's like, oh, eh. And then, <laughs> and, and then uh, Tony Mitchell later commits and we're all fired up. Grayson Hubbard is both the victim and the, um, oh, I don't know, the benefactor of Tony Mitchell's commitment in the sense that he's the victim in the sense that nobody was really excited about it when he committed. But now that he's committed along with Tony Mitchell, everybody's like, Tony Mitchell committed. Oh, yeah, and that dude from Mississippi. Hooray. So it feels like uh, he gets to both get run over by Tony Mitchell and ride his coattails, which I think is wonderful. Yeah, he didn't get his own day. Uh, you know, I hate it. I hate it for him. Hey, let me tell everybody this about this. This is not Alabama bias. This is just my 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 real opinion. I know where he's ranked, and I believe in the ranking system, and I know his offer list. I know all that stuff, but I also know his whole story, and I know the whole story of Alabama recruiting him, and I know through sources close to the program. This kid, when when we, we when he came to camp and played safety for an afternoon at Alabama's camp before being brought up to Nick Saban's office and being offered, he ran a four five zero, a four five zero. That is flying. And what have I told you that not only did he run a four five zero at Alabama's camp, it was outside. He didn't even run it in the indoor. He ran that outside in the grass. I mean, this kid can fly. He also weighs 190 pounds, which is ideal at this point in his life to be a future safety. That means, in my mind, he's going to probably 
play at Alabama around 205, 208, maybe 210, and, and, and maintaining that speed. You know what that is? That's NFL stuff. That's even high-round NFL stuff. Uh, he's a quarterback. Coach Bryant used to assign whole teams of, of guys that were high school quarterbacks. Uh, switching positions, people make way too big a deal about that. This kid's smart. He's played quarterback his whole life. He's going to learn the safety spot in, in, in a month, and he's going to learn Alabama's system in less time than it takes most kids because he's been playing quarterback his whole life and understands the game better than a lot of prospects. Plus, we're not asking Brayson to be the starter in 2023. I mean, we'll, we'll have Brian Branch probably, Malachi Moore probably, Christian Story, uh, anybody we bring out of the portal, maybe moving a corner, maybe Terry and Arnold. I mean, those guys will be the safeties next year. Brayson's probably going to redshirt. So him him learning safety is not even a thing. I think it's, is he, is he athletic enough? Yeah, he's he runs a 4.5 and is 190 pounds. Does he have great intangibles? He's got A++. His dad's coaches. As a matter of fact, his dad is a lifetime basketball coach. So was his grandfather. His dad's the AD at Ocean Springs High School. This kid's been around it his whole life. Uh, improved to Nick Saban in two hours. He was an SEC safety. I, I'm excited. I know he should rank last if we're ranking our commits one through seven. I know he should rank last. I'm fired up about Brayson Hubbard. I, I even think among the seven commitments, he's as good a bet as anybody to be a future starter at Alabama. Wow. Okay, that's a statement. Yep. That's Stand really by. Yeah. Just to, to end the show here, um, James Smith, Quay Russ all still out there. I know they visited yep. Auburn recently. It didn't sound like they were necessarily blown away. Um, so I'm not super concerned about that right now. But let's assume we get James Smith and Quay Russ all. All of a sudden, you know, not too long ago, we were talking about how a lot of uh, – a lot of other teams are coming in the state and raiding the state. And Penn State has done a good job to get to Marion Parker, Dakari Nelson, the safety out of Selma. Um, that was a good pickup. Penn State's done a good job. Uh, Georgia, of course, got A.J. Harris. Uh, Christopher Vizina uh, is headed to uh, Clemson, as we mentioned, even though Alabama didn't offer him. So I don't, it's hard to consider that a loss. But overall, after all the hand-wringing uh, from just even a week ago, I would say Alabama has a commitment from Tony Mitchell, from Jaleel Hurley. They, they – Probably we feel better about Peter Woods. Let's call it a 65% chance. Um, Quay Russell and James Smith, we feel like Alabama is at least a 50% chance to get those guys. Kelby Collins, what do you think there? Maybe 50%? I'll go 75%. Okay, cool. Uh, Will Conformby, who's the number 10 player according to uh, 24-7. Kildrick Falk, I know Alabama's not in on him, right? That's right. I think him and Tamarian Parker both are just victims of the depth of, of the in-state group, the depth of, of the class at those positions. Uh, one thing people need to, to understand, and just factually, it's not just my opinion to me, it's just obvious. Tamarian Parker and Keldrick Falk are plenty good enough to play football for Nick Saban's Alabama. They're good enough. Yeah, There's just not room. There's just not room. That's my opinion. There's not room. They're really good players. And uh, I'm glad that you're going through this list. You know, uh, there's a kid from Montgomery today that's committing uh, Avery Stewart. I think mm -hmm. he's going to go to Florida State. If I'm wrong, it's Kentucky maybe. But, you know, he's really good too. Alabama didn't offer him. They, they don't have room for him. They just don't have room. Uh, but but he's he's good. What, what a 
this isn't the bash Auburn show. Cause I could care less about Auburn. I don't care about, I know most of the people listening. I know Luke does. I know so many people listening. They just love it. When Auburn struggles, I, I, I say, I don't care. I, I don't care. I mean, to, to me, Auburn's just somebody else. We, we play in the sec. And I say that to say all this, this great in-state group, Alabama doesn't have room for, for a lot of them. This should have been one of the great classes that Auburn has signed in a decade or more. This should have been Auburn's year because so many great players literally fall in their lap because Alabama doesn't have room and they're still great. And Auburn is signing basically none of them. They're all, they're going to Penn state. The kid today is going to Florida state. Another Montgomery DB is going to Tennessee. AJ Harris is going to Georgia. Christopher Vazine is going to Clemson. Uh, 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 Falk, Falk may not end up at Auburn. He might, he might. Uh, I think they'll get Stanton Ramil, who's a pretty good player. Uh, just, just a, a mess. They have a flat out mess, and I'm not blaming on Brian Harson. I'm blaming it on the coup. You know, the yeah. coup, the coup cost Auburn this recruiting class. Yeah, when your own boosters and some of your administration don't like your coaches, how do you expect recruits to like it? Yeah, that's the mess. I hate I hate it for Brian. He seems like a nice guy or, you know, yeah. and, and, and a competent coach, competent. And I mean, that meaning he'll be a head coach somewhere else, you know, and, and probably do well. Uh, I don't think this is Brian Harson's fault. I really don't. Uh, but this I, I hope Auburn fans aren't just blindly loyal to the point they don't see what's going on. But this is an utter disaster. Uh, at, at Auburn, it really is, and, I, and I'm not saying that as an Alabama fan that's bashing them. I'm saying it like that—that's a disaster. All you have to do, Jimmy, is go read an Auburn message board right now. I mean, the, the moderators are saying things like, "Okay, um, yeah, this is getting a little bit tough. Uh, not pretty, but um, you know, again, uh, it's, it is what it is." And I'll say, I, I'm like, I'm like you. I mean, there's. I'm no Auburn fan by a long shot, and I probably have a more of a dislike for him than you do. But um, I'm generally an all SEC guy. I was pulling for Ole Miss yesterday. Glad yeah, they won it. I, I think the Ole Miss baseball story is one of the coolest sports yeah. stories of the last decade. I, I was so happy for Ole Miss yesterday, and I'm really happy. Congratulations! Uh, I'm so happy that their fans get to celebrate a national championship in, in a big sport like that. I think that's awesome. Just like I was happy for Mississippi State a year ago, and had any SEC team won the College World Series, I'd have been happy for them, except Tennessee. Except yeah. Tennessee. If no, they no had been in the college, I would have driven to Omaha and rooted for Oklahoma and worn a Boomer Sooner shirt. I mean, Oh, there's no question. You know, uh, But for every other SEC baseball team, uh, even Auburn, and I'll get hate mail over that, uh, it, it wouldn't have bothered me if Auburn baseball won the World Series. That, that's fine. No, I wouldn't like that at all. I'm sorry. You, you have to draw a line, Jim. Uh, it's, it's fine. It'd be, you know, baseball's kind of different. And I bought this up the other day on the message board. You know, like when Auburn runs in the stadium and we boo, and I get it because they're the orange and blue, and I'm not mad about it. But, you know, one point, though, how many kids that play for Auburn today were even offered the opportunity to play at Alabama? Three? In our defense, we also boo Georgia Southern. I mean, we, we, what the hell, man? I mean, to, to me, the only kids that, that should ever be booed, and I'm not even going to boo them in this. I would get it if a team marches in there who all turned down Alabama. They were all offered by Alabama, and every one of them said, no, we'd rather play somewhere else. Okay, boo those kids. But don't boo kids who didn't even have the opportunity to play at Alabama. Why are you booing them? What do they do to us? If, if a 
if Mike Dubose as head coach and Gene Jilks as assistant led out the Tennessee baseball team, I think we could boo them. <laughs> okay. 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 That that I'll boo. And I'll boo the Tennessee baseball team. And, that, and, that's true. There there and, are there are kids worth booing. But when we're booing kids that didn't even have the opportunity to play, what are we are we booing Georgia Southern because they had the gall to show up? Yeah. And Damn and it. uh why did you bother way, to show up and now now we have to watch the game? You shouldn't have even shown up. And the grandson of Joe Abtonomous is the quarterback. <laughs> All right. And that's going to do it for today's episode, guys. Uh, happy Tony Mitchell Day and Asterix Grayson, Grayson Hubbard Day. So, all right, roll tight, everybody. Roll tight.